0: Hello my friends and good Wednesday morning to you. Thank you so much for stopping by and being with us today. My name is Roger and behind the scenes is my wife Angie and together we make up the Barnabas Bridge. We pray that each and every morning when you spend time with us that you walk away just a little bit more encouraged than when you came. This week I've been sharing uh, what we uh, affectionately called notes from the road. And we were on vacation last week and we went up to South Dakota and we just had a great week and we saw some just fantastic sights. And while we were there, there were things that kind of stirred in my mind that I thought, well, I'll come back and and we'll talk about that on these morning times together. Uh, On one of the days last week, we traveled all over the place. We really did. We spent a lot of time all over southern, southwestern uh, South Dakota. And one of the towns that we visited was Deadwood, South Dakota. And if you've ever been there, you might know that there's a cemetery there called, called Mount Moriah. And it holds a couple really well-known Old West figures, and it was uh, the burial place of Wild Bill Hickok and Calamity Jane. And so lots of folks go up there, and it's really um, a very unique uh, cemetery built on very steep hillside, and it's just kind of a, a neat structure all the way around. And it's all very good, but what I'll tell you what caught my eye more than any of that stuff, even though I appreciated that, was. On one side of the cemetery, there's a, there's a flag there. And, and it's a flag that after World War I, Congress uh, gave permission that would never be lowered. This flag, regardless of all the times that we fly our, our flags everywhere else at half-mast, this is just one of a very small number of flags that never lower. And the reason it is is because while we gain our freedom from people uh, that fought in World War I, This flag is dedicated to those people who died um, giving us that freedom. And so it really stuck in my mind. I'm a very patriotic person and I love the history of our country, uh, how people before us made things, uh, gave us our freedoms today and and allowed for the life that I live. And it's just kind of a, a real honoring thing, I thought. It's like, wow, isn't that cool? I didn't even know that they did that, that there was a flag that would not lower regardless. Because it wasn't dedicated to my freedoms or what the country stands for, but to these specific people who went before us. Very beautiful. It really touched me. And so I started thinking about that. And what God reminded me of really was the passage in Hebrews chapter 11. You may know that, and a lot of you will, I'm sure. It's Hebrews chapter 11, and it's sometimes called the the Hall of Faith. And it really does the genealogy of uh, starting way back in in the Old Testament of all the people that God worked through in their lives and and allowed them to be a part of this wonderful, never-ending story of His good good faithfulness and love in the lives of people. And so it talks about the faith of such people as as Abraham and, and, and Hagar and people like that. And it talks about them in a way that says, these people came before you, and they gave you the luxury of the life that you live today. They contributed to it. And, and, that, and so if you, are, if you are a believer, if you know the salvation that is found in Jesus Christ, then this is your genealogy. This is your, or I should say, your history. Just like those folks that died in World War I, and Congress honors them with a the flag that never lowers... Well, that's exactly what Hebrews chapter eleven it is. Um, these people gave everything in order that we might have a better way. They listened to God. They had confidence in God. They had faith in God, and they were willing to lay down their lives through faith because they knew what they were doing was much more important than even themselves. So, contributing or continuing on in that chapter eleven with the idea of this is my history, this is your history. Uh, I would like to read from starting in verse 32. And it's kind of a long reading today, but if you, if you would just listen in, if you have the opportunity to open a Bible, read along, that'd be great. But really, as we do either way, with this understanding that these are the, this is the work of people, the work of God through these people, I should say, that allows for me to have everything that I have today as a Christian in the United States or wherever you are in the world. Hebrews chapter eleven, verse thirty-two. The word of God says this: What more should we say after talking about all those other people, all the faith that they have? What more can we say because we don't have time to tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets who, through faith, conquered kingdoms administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weaknesses was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging, while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned, they were sawed in two, they were put to death by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, mistreated, and the world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, and God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. You see, that scripture says it exactly there. All the things that had happened in them before us in their life, God was pointing to this fabulous future for not just them, but for us, to us even. God had planned something better for us so that together with us would they be made perfect. So what do we do with this? The idea that the flag never is lowered in Christianity, in my life, that I would never forget those who came before me. How do we do such a thing? The, chapter 12 goes on and says, Therefore, so therefore, based on the faith of all the people that before, came before us, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out before us. I always like that uh, um, picture, image, isn't it? Let us run the race that is before us now. We've been handed the baton by many, many, many saints of the past, sometimes even out of our own families, sometimes our friends, sometimes our pastors. Whoever might have handed the baton to you, they were part of this long line of heroes people of faith, that allow me to live the life that I have. And so because of that, verse, chapter 12, verse 2, says, So let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for this joy set before Him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God on the throne of God. And consider Him who endured such opposition from sinful man, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And there is the bottom line, my friends. While we know and we recognize all the heroes of the faith that came before us, none was greater than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who endured everything so that you and I might have freedom today. So fix your eyes on him, the king, the author, the perfecter of our faith. As you go about this day, as whatever you might have, allow your Christian flag, your understanding of who you serve to never be lowered in your life. Thanks folks for stopping by, and I, I pray that this has been an encouragement and excitement for you uh, to just think about your history, uh, the people that came before you in this great, wonderful, never-ending story, one that led through the, the centuries past and eternity forward. Let's say a prayer and then we'll head out there and we'll see what we can do to add to that beautiful story. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day, this opportunity to just talk about you and the beautiful things that you're not just doing today, but you've done so much in the past, and you, your promises of your faithfulness is most certainly going to be carried on into eternity. So God, let us do our part today, surrounded by such a great cloud of people, heroes of the faith, the people who have given everything so that we might live freely. But let us never forget who we serve, God. And that is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, our King, our identity. We thank you for this day, God, and we offer it up to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Folks, have a fabulous day, and I, God willing, we'll see you tomorrow, okay? Bye.